This is Redefining the Counterculture on Witten Radio. Make sure to check out our website at wittenradio.com. You're listening to another episode of Redefining the Counterculture right here on Witten Radio. Today we're joined by Jeff Collier of AC Entertainment. We're talking Forecastle 2019. Jeff, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Awesome, awesome. I'm super excited to have you on today's show. And uh, you guys have been up to some amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, this year is plans to be an exciting year, just like, you know, years past. And um, I wanted to, you know, I guess for our listening audience that isn't initiated, I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about how Forecastle got started and, and how the festival, you know, essentially combines activism with great music. <laughs> Excellent. Um, well, it was founded in 2002 uh, by, uh, I love to lovingly refer to him as uh, the captain, uh, J.K. McKnight, uh, who's a Louisville native. Uh, and at that point in time, um, I believe if, if Laura is correct, uh, you know, he was looking for, he was trying to get in the festival circuit as an artist, and a, as a band member, um, and essentially couldn't get on and decided to create his own festival. Uh, and it was in a, a small park uh, just you know in near kind of where he lived inside of louisville and then really started to kind of grow it from there um and i can't remember the exact year but but you know fast forward about seven or eight years and uh he ended up kind of moving it from from park to park and we kind of caught attention as ac entertainment the year that actually um the flaming lips performed uh and started to kind of pay more attention to it um, and then ultimately uh, formed a partnership, and uh, Forecastle came under the, the AC Entertainment umbrella. And since then, uh, really just kind of building off of the foundation that JK created uh, in, in thoughts of putting on, you know, uh, a nautically themed festival in landlocked Kentucky um, on the banks of the Ohio River. Um, and and, and kind of here we are today. Uh, combining music, arts, and activism in in a way that's authentic, not only to to Louisville, um, but to the festival space. I love it. I love it. Yeah, Forecastle is definitely endearing, and it's it's hard to attend a festival, a Forecastle festival, and not you know feel just absolutely euphoric, uh, you know, leaving leaving the festival after the three days. It's it's truly one of a kind. Um, so they're, you know, music festivals are, are, they're, they're big business, but they're oftentimes hard to make a living doing, um, you know, just because, you know, there's so many factors that go into it. And then when you throw in activism, you know, that's, that's another, another wheel. Um, does the, does the activism part of the festival help? Uh, do you think it supports the, the business model, so to speak? Um, yes, it does. Uh, you know, I, I think as the space has evolved and changed, um, a lot of it you know, is due to the audience. And I, I, I think music festival fans, or I mean, just music fans in general, um, have, have long since rallied around a cause and a reason to do good. And, and I think if you kind of look at um, that you know, group, the, the people who typically attend, you know, music festivals and, and that base has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger every year. Um, they, you know, they want something more. 
Um, and you, you kind of go back to even like what, Live Aid, Farm Aid, and, and a lot of these, you know, even you know, precursors to forecast on kind of the major U.S. festival scene. Uh, I think there's always been that kind of intertwined um, or soul of the event that, that does kind of rely on activism. Um, and when you have that many kind of like-minded individuals together, um, I, I think it makes it does make sense to find a focus and a cause to kind of go after um, to do to do good. Uh, so it, you know, it's one thing to enjoy uh, you know hearing Anderson Pock take the main stage, but I think knowing you're a part of something better and that uh, that it is actually out there trying to champion good things, uh, I, I think it just makes a, a more com- a compelling you know, a value add to a fan uh, to, to be a part of it. And uh, the Forecastle Foundation, you know, really I would say has been a part of the festival, you know, since its inception, um, but not necessarily in its exact form of the foundation itself. Uh, but, you know, Forecastle Foundation is its own 501c3 and is, is a partner of the event. Um, and, you know, its goal is to protect uh, the world's natural awesome. Um, and that, you know, derives directly locally and kind of having that impact within Louisville and the state of Kentucky and then even broadening that out, um, you know, world, you know, from, from the world side, from Brazil, Argentina, Paraguay, and more on how we can do better uh, when it comes to sustainability and protecting our world's natural awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and just to kind of reiterate, you know, I know that, um, you know, you've touched a lot here, you know, on activism, um, would you say that it's one of the things that, you know, makes Forecastle unique amongst other festivals? Um, it, I would say it's unique to Forecastle itself. I mean, I, there, there are a lot, and I can speak, you know, from an AC Entertainment standpoint, uh, that the desire to, to have that uh, philanthropic tie-in, um, I think, helps to create the soul of the event. And for each event, it's something a little bit different. And I think you, you kind of look at it from what is, uh, you know, what's Forecastle trying to accomplish and, and where is it in, in terms of time and place. And this is, you know, the, the activism side of it being, you know, really around sustainability and protecting, you know, protecting our, our, our natural space um, is, is the kind of vision surrounding this one. I think, you know, being at, at Waterfront Park and looking, you know, what a park space does to a community, uh, being on the banks of the Ohio River and, you know, understanding, like, how can we do more to make that river, you know, more viable, lush, and um, sustainable, and then continuing, you know, down that, you know, down that path. Um, we've only got one environment, and, uh, you know, we, it's, it's our kind of duty to protect it for future, for this generation and future generations. But, um, you know, like I said, each, each festival kind of has its own thing, and this is definitely something that's been a part of Forecastle, I think uh, kind of what makes it unique, as I, I mentioned, you know, having a nautically themed festival in, in landlocked Kentucky uh, is, is kind of what transports you to maybe, uh, you know, a little bit of a fantasy land uh, and, and, and that, you know, providing that. Um, and so having that natural environment uh, cause uh, pulled into it um, really does, it, it makes it, it makes it unique. Um, so, uh, you know, Forecastle, I think, has done a great job of focusing on on what that one cause can be because as, as you can imagine there, there are several you know hundreds of causes out there that could that uh that a festival could support uh, but kind of having that focus and, and really going after really you know kind of one one pillar um and then engaging the local community and i think that's that's another major facet of it is how, how, you, know, you think globally but act locally 
and how can we do those things to where the festival is actually causing change um, in that local region. And that's one thing I think the Forecaster Foundation has been phenomenal at is, is really doing some positive change uh, in its hometown. And I think what it does is it grabs the locals, whether they are, um, you know, permanent residents or just, you know, transplants or, or coming in for the specific event, it, it ties you to the place. And I think you have a greater respect and appreciation for where you're at. Um, and, and that is, I think, you know, one of the biggest focuses when we pull in uh, that philanthropic effort into any one of the events that we do is really giving back and providing that positive, lasting impact on the local community. And that extends even further to, like, local businesses and things along those lines as well. I love it. I love it. Jeff, what can our listeners expect to, to see, hear, and do this year at Forecastle? Uh, how many people are you guys expecting? Uh, we're we're gonna have we're gonna have a, a nice crowd coming out this year. We don't usually talk numbers until you know post festival, uh, but the way we're tracking at this this current moment, uh, we're seeing uh, a healthy pace, and you know we're looking to have another another amazing crowd uh, at you know at Waterfront Park. Uh, and in terms of like things to change, you know, you know forecasting has been doing this. You know, we're I think 16 years, if I'm not mistaken, 17 years. Um, yeah. You know, we we've kind of got an engine going here um but you know one thing i think that we've always challenged ourselves on producing this event is to it's not rinse and repeat you know it, it definitely is what are the things that we can tweak and change to change you know to, to better that overall experience uh and every year we learn something new you know every year we, we face a new challenge whether it's weather whether it's um entry and, and how people kind of access the site um, how tastes change from walking to biking to, to driving a vehicle and everything in between, you know, I mean, even the technology stuff and like how you account for ride sharing, you know, versus when Forecastle first started, it wasn't in existence, you know, how people utilize technology in a mobile app and how that can better, better enhance things. So for us, uh, it, it isn't like one of those major changes, not like adding a new stage or something to that effect. Um, it's more or less, what if we take, you know, an activation such as the Bourbon Lodge, and we reposition it. You know, what if we, now how does that impact how people can access the Bourbon Lodge? Adding things like, uh, like shade uh, and, and making that a part of it. You know, moving some pieces around to uh, provide better access or flow for the site. So I know one of the things we're doing this year is actually, you kind of mentioned the Forecastle Foundation uh, in, in a place that, that in, a, in I guess, a place on the site that we've called Kentucky Landing. Um, the foundation is actually moving over to that section, which is one of the, the, the places on site that has a lot of trees. Uh, and I think it's going to allow them to interact and have, a, have some more quality interaction with, with our patrons and utilize the fact that the port stage, one of our stages over there, um, is, you know, can, be, can be a space to do, to do some more. Um, as I mentioned, kind of reorienting the bourbon launch and kind of changing its layout and how it's positioned on the site, adding a giant shade structure uh, this year and creating a space called uh, the Kentucky, uh, we're kind of calling the Kentucky Bazaar, um, where there'll be some local artisans, uh, craft beer and other things a part of it, but also giant shade structure, because as we all know, in Louisville in July, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be hot. Um, where we put 
things like uh, our hydration station. So we have uh, free water positioned all throughout the site and looking at, you know, where those lines come in and where, where we can best service our patrons to make sure they're having a safe experience and staying hydrated. It's little tweaks like that uh, that allow us to kind of continuously improve and uh, really just kind of create the better overall fan experience. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I wanted to uh, ask, you know, for our listeners that are, you know, planning to attend the, first, the festival for the very first time, uh, what advice would you give to them or, or tips that would, you know, kind of help them enjoy um, the festival a little bit more? Um, you know, it's going to sound kind of funny, but get out of your comfort zone. Uh, you know, headliners are great, but go explore the music. Uh, the lineup top to bottom is, I mean, just absolutely stellar. Um, so, you know, go out and see some of the smaller things. Um, we offer different kind of experiences, you know, from your VIP, but then like the yacht club. I mean, I can't think of another festival in, in North America where you in, we incorporate, uh, the Mary Miller, which is uh, a riverboat. Uh, so, you know, patrons who are, who are members of our VIP or members of the yacht club have the ability to access, uh, the Mary Miller and be a part of this, you know, this treasure, uh, that's within inside of Louisville. Go see the, the, the late night shows. You know, we're, again, one of the old festivals, I think, in North America that does late night parties on a, 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 a riverboat, the, the Bell of Louisville, that's over 100 years uh, years old, uh, which is, you know, kind of a different experience there. Um, if, you, if you're a bourbon fan, uh, I, I think our bourbon programming in the Bourbon Lodge uh, is, is better than, 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 you know, I think any, that anybody's put out there in the country right now and how we are doing tastings, evolving there. I think one of our partners, Sierra Nevada, is doing a special um, bourbon barrel release uh, that, that will happen, uh, happen there. Um, food, get ready to eat. And I'd say on-site as well as off-site. Uh, Louisville is probably one of my favorite places to eat food. Uh, it's sometimes <laughs> hard because we've got so many good things on-site. I'm like, but I kind of also want to go try this out here. So if you can tack an extra day onto your, uh, to your trip, go out, eat, drink, and explore Louisville. It really is a hidden treasure of a city um, that, that has so much from, uh, you know, the Muhammad Ali Museum to uh, – Bardstown Road, and or not Bardstown, but uh, some of the other uh, famous spots within inside of there uh, that just make it just a fun city to explore, walk around, and enjoy. Um, and uh, so I, I, I would say for people, get out and enjoy yourself. You know, take brunch and, and go do it someplace. Uh, pick a couple of things and, uh, you know, explore the festival early, but also explore the city of Louisville itself. Uh, and I think there's a lot to offer for even people who are permanent residents of Louisville. Uh, you know, I think it sometimes have that kind of staycation. Utilize the, the festival as your, all right, we're taking a, a vacation this weekend, but even though we're from Louisville, let's go see some things that perhaps, you know, living there 20-plus years, you've never taken the opportunity to go check out. I love it. I love it. Let's talk ticketing. Um, are tickets still available for the fest? Tickets are still available. So uh, we do have our options of weekend passes, uh, both general admission, VIP, and Yacht Club. And then we also are selling daily passes uh, for all three of those programs. Um, and then uh, there are – I don't believe there's many left. Uh, so I would say on the, on the um, late-night shows on the Bill of Louisville, uh, if you're looking to see Chromeo on the Friday night or Moon Taxi on the Saturday night, I, I believe those are those are getting low. So if you if you're looking to to kind of extend your evening, uh, now's the time to make that decision. Uh, and then we do offer Bourbon Lodge memberships, uh, which is is an add-on on top of a ticket that uh, that gives you unlimited access into our 
uh, amazing uh, air-conditioned bourbon lounge experience. I love it. I love it. Um, I wanted to backtrack for just a second. Um, I know we were talking weather a little while ago. Um, what is the, the festival's policy on, on weather? Um, how will it be handled? Uh, we're a rain or shine event. So as long as, as long as it's safe for our patrons to be outside, uh, the festival will go on. Um, if for some reason that we do have lightning or something that would be unsafe or we can't have uh, groups of people outside, um, you know, we would delay openings or, you know, potentially, I hate to even say the word, evacuate um, the site. Uh, but all of that, you know, all of that's possible in this day and age. You know, it's the one thing that, you know, you try to, you know, try to protect yourself on is weather. But one of the beautiful things about Forecastle is the, uh, the interstate. That, that crosses over the site provides not only natural shade, but if there is a little bit of weather, it kind of gives you the opportunity to uh, to kind of take some cover. Uh, and the other festival we produce, we don't have that kind of natural amenity. Um, so you know, pay attention to weather, but it's the one thing you know we're you know we're definitely professionals at and always maintaining. And, and the safety of our patrons is paramount. Um, it's the one thing that we don't. Uh, you have to have a safe event to have a fun event. Um, so we, we don't take it lightly, and we'll make the necessary calls to ensure the safety of all of our patrons. I love it. I love it. Jeff, thank you so much for stopping by the show today. And I'm all out of questions, but I just wanted to open the floor to you if there's anything else you'd like to say to our listening audience. Uh, come out and enjoy. It's going to be a good time this year at, at Waterfront Park. We're really excited about the lineup and everything we've kind of done uh, to make the, the Forecastle experience truly special. Um, it, it's it's an amazing event, uh, top to bottom. Uh, it just puts a smile on my face as I think about getting ready to take uh, you know take my steps onto to Waterfront Park. So come down, enjoy, and uh, we'll see you we'll see you in Louisville. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Jeff. All right, thank you. You're welcome. That's, that was our exclusive interview with uh, Jeff Sellier of AC Entertainment. Uh, you can check out Forecastle. Uh, tickets are still on sale. We'll put the link. Uh, to the festival in the body of this post. Uh, if you guys are listening to us on iTunes, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Uh, we're also available on Roku, uh, YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, uh, Google Play, and Stitcher. It's uh, all free of charge. Just uh, search for our name, hit the subscribe button, and uh, you can begin listening all free of charge. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank you. You're welcome.